Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into your 9 to 5 work week. My name is Matt and I'm your in-house fitness expert here at Sunny Health and Fitness. And today we have a very special guest. I'm going to be interviewing Will and uh, Will has been working with Equinox Fitness since 2007 uh, as a health advisor. He's also been a number one ranked trainer for Equinox as well back in 2009 and actually held that position for quite a while. He's been one of their regular presenters as well for their high performance living platform. So he's gone off on speaking engagements and talked at several major corporations. He's also been part of the strength and conditioning team for Stanford University. He holds multiple professional certifications through NASM, APEX, NETA, and USA Weightlifting. Also holds a precision nutrition certification and a certification through Kettlebell Athletics. Uh, Will has shaped his skill sets under the guidance of distinguished professionals like former USA Weightlifting Federation President Jim Smith, also former head strength coach and trainer to Kobe Bryant, Joe Carbone, and was mentored by pioneer physical preparation teacher Coach Ian King of King Sports International. Will has also been a content provider and contributor about health for over a dozen media outlets over the past few years. So we're very excited to have you, Will. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, excited to talk to you and learn about your experiences a little bit more and just provide some different content, some helpful content, some interesting content. We'll kind of see how it goes. Thank you for letting me part of the journey. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's been a it's been a big journey for us and. Uh, we're uh, extremely excited to have somebody of your caliber on our podcast. We've talked to several other fitness professionals. We've also brought on some regular nine to fivers just to talk about their experience with working full time and how they continue to maintain their health and fitness while working full time. We've also talked to aspiring fitness professionals as well. So this is kind of our, our first go at bringing in somebody who's had a little bit more experience and uh, we're excited to learn some valuable nuggets from you. So the, kind of the way that I want to direct to this conversation is we have listeners that are working full time. They're really busy. They don't have a lot of time for health and fitness. They want to, you know, start somehow. Maybe it's buying some kind of equipment for their home gym. Uh, maybe it's not buying any equipment and they just need to know how to start getting active. Maybe they're hurt. Maybe they're uncomfortable with the fact of exercising. Maybe they've taken long breaks. Uh, maybe they've had personal trainers in the past, but they're not doing it anymore. Um, so we just want to kind of go over the mindset of what it takes for an individual to kind of take that first step and figure out how am I going to start this health and fitness journey? They may have a really good why. They may have a really good motivation, but they're just unsure on where that first step should go. In your experience and the conversations you've had with either your clients or even trainers that you've helped advise, uh, what is the best way you can kind of help individuals get to that first step? The first, the, it's funny because we've all been there. We've all started. Um, we were talking mad about how I got started, even just with my own health practice. I was about 13. And it started with a home gym, and that's not a plug for Sunny Health, but it, it, it did start with a home gym. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, my dad decided that instead of going to his gym, which was a few miles away in upstate New York, which sometimes be buried in snow, and early in the morning, which sometimes meant he would be calling security to open the building so that he'd be the first one in. And I got to give credit to my dad because that's where I really think I developed my passion for health and my appreciation for it as well. And he decided to get a home gym, and we got this beautiful home gym. And it was back in the Bowflex days when that was a, a, a big popular thing. And 
And I remember this thing going down in our downstairs in my sister's room who had moved out at the time for good reasons. She was moving on in life. It wasn't like it was a bad <laughs> thing. Um, so that's where we put it. And I remember watching the video and how to use the machine and all the exercises. And it was a new world to me. And boy, I was excited. And that's where it all began. So I appreciate, you know, for everyone out there that had that moment or is having that moment right now where like I need to do something that they're saying, okay, I'll make it happen and I'm going to make it happen at home because what you're doing is you're looking for the least amount of friction to just get this ball moving. And what's cool about that is over time, as you stay consistent with it, that ball continues to grow and, and gains critical mass. And as it gains critical mass, then it starts rolling in your favor instead of you rolling it uphill. So you're spending all this time rolling it uphill. And finally, like, man, when does it get to, when am I going to get to the top? And all of a sudden you realize you're there. And then you're like, wow, I just got to, I'm, I'm cruising. And then that's when people start looking around and saying, man, you look great. What are you doing? And you're like, I don't know. I'm just working out at home and just drinking water. So <laughs> that's what I would love to get into when we're chatting for our time today is like, well, what are those things to beyond buying equipment and beyond, you know, setting up our gym? What are the things that are going to help put us in the right direction? So then that way, like you said, we don't fall backwards. We don't find ourselves in the category of saying I was in shape once or, you know, having to go trying a new diet or trying this and that. And this wastes so much energy. And so, you know, that's where I think I would want to start is, you know, this is really about energy and energy conservation and also unblocking energy. You know, if you were to envision health, which is really at the end of the day what we're all looking at here, it may be I want to lose weight or I, you know, my cardiologist says I got to start doing this or, you know, someone said something to me and it made me think, oh boy, I'm really out of shape. At the end of the day, it all boils down to health. We're all here because health is our number one priority. That's correct. The thing with health is you can envision it in two categories. One, your health could be imaged like a stagnant pond, which means there's no flow, there's no movement. You know, there's all sorts of discoloration and smells and things that are <laughs> referred to as puddles and stagnant ponds and swamps. So that's one side of what health can be. Then the other side of health is a flowing river. Think of like when you see those rapids in the Colorado mountains or wherever it may be, and you can just feel that energy coming off of those things. That is another side of health. So it really just depends on where you want to be putting yourself. So for all of you out there that are trying to actually start this journey of getting focused on your health, you're moving away from the stagnant pond and moving more like that roaring river. Now, when you look at that roaring river, you have to take a look at it and say, are there any dams in that river? Are there any blocks in that proverbial river? Because those are going to be the things that you have to deal with. So we don't, we don't have that education there, and that's why I'd love to come in and help. It's like, what are those dams likely going to be? Yeah, so kind of, and that's a great analogy, and roadblocks, dams, Mm-hmm. barriers, things that are hindering you from continuing to take those next progressive steps. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes, like you said, an individual is motivated and they want to start something and they look for you know the comfort of their home, their own home to maybe buy a piece of equipment they're familiar with. And then that's a great first start. Mm-hmm. But then you got to keep the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. So got to keep that water flowing like you mentioned. So talk about a little bit uh, kind of the necessary, either whether it's a mindset, what is the strategy? or the best strategies that you've seen for individuals to overcome those barriers, to overcome those dams, to kind of keep it moving, keep it flowing, so they don't hit that wall and say, wow, uh, I, don't, I don't think I can do this anymore for whatever reason, because there's a million different excuses that individuals use. How, what, what are some of the ways that you've seen either in clients, 
um, or either ways that you've used or trainers have used to kind of continue to help people keep the ball rolling, even though so many different things come flying at you from all different directions, whether it's work, family, time, injury, whatever it is, uh, what are some effective ways that people can kind of break through those barriers? Mm -hmm. So the one thing why I, I boiled it down to health, regardless of the initial goal, which is whether weight loss or reducing blood pressure or recovering from some type of pain, all roads lead to health. And so as you begin this, you need to make sure that that is the primary focus. Because if the focus is just weight loss, then you're only going to get halfway to health. And the reason that's why we come up shortchanged and feel that we spent all this time working on you know, losing weight is because we didn't focus on health. We focused on the weight loss or we focused on improving our, 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 our measures, our measurements from our doctor or, or improving something else. It all comes down to health. If you focus on health, then all the other things come. The blood pressure goes down. You, you have more energy. Your weight gets to a more healthy level. Your muscle mass increases. But if you focus on those, you've got things going in the wrong direction. So first and foremost, after you get your, your, situated, your, your house situated for a good environment of working out, health has to be the number one goal. And then if you have that, all things will come with it. So that sounds like it's very broad, right? Like, Will, okay, <laughs> that's like pretty big. Like we know health's yeah, important. Yeah. So like what puts us in the right direction to go after that? Because that seems insurmountable. And, you know, all of a sudden you're thinking about packing up your, your equipment after I just told you you got to focus on health. You're like, oh, forget this. <laughs> I'm going to just stick with what I was doing. And that's the thing is your steps need to be small, first of all, because it's not, it's not like you just have health and you're like, cool, done with that. Check the box. Mm -hmm. it is, it's a process. And then once you have it, you then owe health. So once you have it, you owe your, your health to continuing that process. And so I don't, we don't see that long-term, and that's just why I, I'd love to talk about it. We've got to see that long-term because when we do that, then we take the pressure off of ourselves and realize that it, it really is just a small step process. Now, the steps, we'll start with a few, would be really instead of my, my opinion would be not to focus on mindset. My opinion would be to focus on just the opposite. We'll call it body set. So what's your body got to say with things? You know, and okay. so... You know, if you were to, I, I love to use this analogy with people is if I want to ask you, Matt, a question, I'm not going to go, and you know the answer. I'm not going to call your mom and say, hey, you know, I'm going to ask you, right? So if, if I want to know this answer, I'm going to ask you directly. If I want to know how to get my body in a position where I'd like it to be, you need to ask your body. Well, I know that sounds very esoteric, <laughs> but it's not because high blood pressure is not esoteric right? True. 20 pounds overweight is not esoteric. Mm -hmm. Those are all signs that your body's saying, hey, uh, you're ignoring me and you better take me out to lunch and say you're sorry before I hit you <laughs> with another 20 pounds or another couple BPMs there on the blood pressure cuff. So that's where I would say after you understand health is the primary goal, the next step is to just say, okay, what's my body need? Okay. Because we're asking our body to do something, but it's also asking us to do something too. And you, you don't want to get into a situation where you're ignoring your body and then all of a sudden it's racking up a proverbial health debt on you. And then one day it comes knocking and then it's in the form of a doctor saying, you have no longer any options. This is what you need to do. So I love the fact that everyone right now is either in that position where they realize they don't want to go that way because that's why you're listening right now. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, 
uh, often you have people that focus on a specific goal, right? So they want to lose 20 pounds. They want to, uh, you know, develop their biceps. You know, they want to see a six pack. Like that's not the right focus in terms of, okay, well, let's focus on the big picture. Like what's your overall health need to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, what are your starting points? You know, whether that's uh, knowing that your blood pressure is high, whether that's knowing what your body fat percentage is, those are all great things to know. But the mindset being about, you know, what, what, uh, what is the long, the long view in terms of your health and then focusing more on the process and then the goals will come. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you either work with individuals who struggle with still trying to look at, you know, I want, I want the number on the scale to go down. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a specific visual in either that's the way that the mirror is staring back at me or you have, you have trainers that are so focused on, okay, I got to give the client what they want rather than building that platform, building that foundation and having more of a long, long view of health. Well, it's funny you, you mentioned the word foundation because that's really, you know, if we look at the process of what we're talking about here today. Uh, as building, we're, we're really building a proverbial house and it's called health. And so when people do talk about the six packs and the scales and the blood pressure devices and what their numbers are, what they're caught up with is what kind of couch and what kind of drapes and what kind of uh, furnishings do I want in my house? When have they took a, taken a look at, well, how's the foundation doing? You know, are there any cracks in that foundation? Because if there are, uh, it's not going to matter, you know, what your duvet looks like because you're really going to want to make sure you fill that crack before your house tips over. <laughs> That's um, true. So that, again, is a reiteration as to, okay, the scales, if you want to have them, I'm not saying don't have the scales involved. Don't have the 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 uh, pair of pants that you're going to try on in a couple weeks to see how the progress is going. I'm not saying don't have those things because those are all things that are going to check you if you're going in the right direction. And so that's all good. But, you know, the one thing that I, I can say is you, you don't want to watch the water boil at the same time because you'll lose the enjoyment of the process. You know, everyone's going through a change, and so there's actually a lot to take away from that. But in terms of getting fixated or overly focused on the numbers, that, again, goes back to are you overly focused on how your home's going to look like and, and you're saying to yourself, oh, actually, wait a minute, um, I need to make sure I actually build a house first. I don't want to pick out my drapes yet. Let's, let's start with the hard work. So the hard work and the heavy lifting need to come first. We're talking about the long view of health and kind of making sure that you establish a foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the key traits or habits uh, that you've seen successful clients have for the long term that have been able to build that foundation and then see the results happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe have unexpected results they didn't even think about were happening. What are some of those traits and what are some of those, uh, I guess, um, abilities that you've seen, you know, clients have that have had those uh, more uncommon, I guess, transformations where they've built that foundation and maybe they had big goals at the beginning, but they've more they focus more on the process. Uh, what were some of the traits or the habits that those some of the most successful clients that you've seen? What are some of the things that they've shown uh, over the, the their health and fitness journey? Yeah, and just on a side note of clients, you know, I'm I'm pleased to say that all my clients are successful, and you know that's because they've embraced a lot of the concepts that I've been sharing so far today, and you know the thing is is that you know all 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 things will come in their own time, and those things didn't just all of a sudden come at the same time. They all came at their different appreciation periods of appreciation when they appreciate those concepts. Um, 
I would joke and say, uh, maybe you need a Versa climber, um, like one of my clients, and if he's listening, maybe you need a Versa climber that's put right next to a Versa climber that Matt Barkley, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, is on. And when he's on it, all of a sudden you get on it and you smoke Matt Barkley. And then you get to tell all your friends from New York, because you're a Jets fan, that you smoke Matt Barkley and that maybe that motivates you. Um, so, no, that's, uh, that's not the case. What, what it really comes down to are four major topics. So when you, everyone out there, decided, okay, I got, check the box on what Will's saying with the focus being health. Okay, check the box next that instead of thinking what I need to do mentally, I actually need to check in with what my body needs first because you got to pay back your debts. Um, if, if you're overweight and your blood pressure's high, you got a lot of pain, you've got debts. Those are basically body debts. And your body's saying, oh, pay me back first, and then we'll talk. That's why people have frustration, because they're like, I'm trying to lose weight, but, but you're not. You're not listening to what your body's saying, why you need to lose weight. And you need to pay back the body debts before your body says, okay, great, we can, we can help you out here. You're finally listening to me. But the four major categories that I would say don't get enough consideration when people start on their journey, the pre part of the prerequisites is what I would call it, a focus on recovery. So that encapsulates sleep, that encapsulates stretching, that encapsulates massage, that encapsulates all working in type practices. Um, and then your next category is your movement. Um, just to backtrack real quick, recovery, sleep, et cetera, that's two thirds of this whole deal. It's, it's significant. Um, you know, that's like letting the paint dry. Um, I like to talk about sleep as like when, uh, when the night crew comes in to clean. Like it's like when you guys check out of the office here today, you have a night crew. They're going to come in, vacuum, et cetera, clean up. They're going to be like, oh, my gosh, what did this guy do today? What did he eat? Oh, my gosh, what, did, what, what kind of work was he doing? You're, that's what happens at sleep is they, they repair everything from the day. And you got your night crew vacuuming. So once they're done, oh, guess what? You can come in and work for the day. We're all cleaned up and you're ready for another day. That's how important sleep is. Unless you uh, like walking in your office and the garbage has never changed and, and the rugs are a mess and, and you know everything's a mess. And if you like that type of environment, then don't sleep. So sleep is about two thirds. Next on the on the focal points is your movement. And you know I have some clients that had a misunderstanding about movement. They're like, "Well, I'm running around all day." I'm like, running around all day is not movement. You know that that yeah, it's good you're moving because you know even when you don't move and you're laying on your back, there's still something that's moving at your heart. And your organs are still moving. So movement is essential to life. It's, it's, it's how we generate energy. And I talked about energy earlier. So what I'm saying is movement, but improving that type of movement. Um, and that's why a lot of you are looking at the equipment is because you understand like, okay, I got to move better. If I move better, then it'll show. Next, I would say is nutrition. So I would say movement actually holds more weight over nutrition. It's not significant, but it's a little bit more. And in some cases, I would say nutrition will play a, lar a little bit of a larger role, but it's all short term. Um, then with the nutrition, the last part is your disposition. You, you, ha you have to be in a good, good mood. You have to enjoy yourself. You have to enjoy your time. You have to take life not so seriously and be happy. Because if you look at that elliptical, if you look at that home gym and say, oh, this is just a bummer, then it's going to be a bummer. And it, you're never going to come to terms with it. Um, it doesn't mean you need to wake up tomorrow and hug your elliptical for an hour and wonder what you're and your spouse and like, what is going on in here? I just listened to this podcast and they told me to hug the treadmill. Love your equipment. Everyone. I love my equipment. Love your equipment. I love it. It's, it's, we're not going, we're not going there. Um, but if you just love it a little bit more, all of a sudden, you know, you'll have a you'll have a relationship with it where you're like, boy, this is a necessity. To the extent where I developed that back when I was 13, at my own home gym. To the extent now, I've been I've been fortunate enough and appreciate 
where I can be to actually share that with you and, and have worked with the people that I've worked with and studied under the people I've studied. So it's the sleep and everything that goes with recovery. That's the big one. Movement, that's second. Nutrition is third. And having a good mood, disposition, mental health, et cetera, that would be the, uh, the other component. Yeah, those are, those are great takeaways. And that, that kind of uh, comes along to kind of our main kind of wrap-up section where um, anybody that I interview, I ask them for kind of like their main three practical application uh, comments, whether or not that's, hey, do this, whether it's have a mindset of this, make sure your focus is here. Um, and this can, be, this can be personal for you. Uh, it can be kind of a summary of what you've what you've seen is the most successful based off of what clients have been doing. Uh, but it's kind of your opportunity to say, hey, these are the three things that I want people to know, you know, whether or not it's fitness related, health related, whatever it is to kind of help individuals become better. Because um, that's our, our goal is to provide content. Yes, we, we want to provide you with quality equipment as well, but we want to make sure that we're giving you the right information so you can use that equipment successfully. So um, you, you mentioned those four points with our great. Uh, let's see if you can give us three more kind of primary takeaways uh, from, from you on a personal level. Got it. So I'll, I'll just go more granular on those points. And it's funny because I was just having this conversation with a client today. And someone was commenting on, on how Im- improved they looked overall. And he didn't know how to answer their question as to what they were doing because these things were so simple. And we all do that. We love to make things more complicated than they need to be. Or not just complicated, but we fill them with false complexities. And I really think that those are ways for us to to just make things more difficult than they need to be for us. So when I go over these points, they're very simple. But that's actually what makes them complex. Because if they were so simple, we would all be doing them. Mm-hmm. They're simple from the outside. They're simple in terms of application. But when you get into them, you realize that you're dealing with an iceberg here, just a little bit on top above the water, but this massive, huge mass underwater. So speaking of the first one, we'll start off with that. We'll say water and hydration. And a lot of people don't know why drinking water is important, other than this, the fact they've been told that drinking water is important. Water, water. Well, first of all, we're about 70% water. So if you're 60% water, your body's not happy. So just, again, we talked about how do we make our body happy because then it'll listen. So hydration is key, and you want to get to around 64 ounces a day. And I know there's a lot of different ideologies out there about half your body weight in ounces and other things like that. But if you average what you do over the course of seven days, I've seen over the years that we were swinging right around like the 64-ounce range. Um, because some days we'll be high and then some days like, oh shoot, I didn't drink enough water. So then what were the average between the two? 64 ounces. All right, great. Well then just go for that. Good point. Um, and there's plenty of water bottles out there too. If you guys need to have a measurement because like with me, I just drink two of the ones that are next to me. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Unless my body says it needs more. Because remember, we're listening to our body out there, right? We're not listening to what our brain's telling us. We're listening to what our body's telling you. Good, good. So the second thing is your vegetables. I know I sound like mom right now, (laughs) but it is true. Vegetables and fruits are up there. And I know right now there's a big movement in terms of plant-based, but it's not a big movement. It's just it's gotten a lot of attention because it's something that is fundamental. I mean, I don't build my house on a chicken breast. Like if you go home, I don't, my home is not built on a chicken farm. It's built on grass, you know? And so we're talking about building our homes. We're building it. We're going to build it on plants. And the reason that you want to build it on plants, fruits and veggies, and I am including fruits. I do love my fruits and you should love your fruits too, is um, they provide the minerals and vitamins we need. And what do minerals and vitamins do? Well, vitamins uh, are the catalyst. They run the body. 
and minerals build the body. So that's like LeBron James not having anyone on his team, and he's a protein, basically. Like, no one's going to be able to – he's not going to be able to help himself, just a, man, a team of one. I know he's really good. But he needs a supporting cast, and that's what minerals and vitamins do. So when you have that chicken breast tonight for dinner, make sure your veggies are with it because they are going to help you take that chicken breast and turn it into more muscle and help you move body fat out that you don't need. And if you don't have those veggies there, LeBron is going to be playing a game by himself, and he's not going to be very happy about that. Um, so Very that, clear analogy right there. Very yeah. clear. Yeah, you got to have a team here. you know. And then the uh, – so we've got – Water and vegetables in terms of what we're putting in our in our bodies and just starting there, really. Just like again, it's simple, everybody. It's it's simple, but that means complex. And in terms of movement, I know you have all had your solutions in terms of movement out there. Um, so go with those, whatever you have set up right now as your starting point for movement, whether it be an elliptical, and I say movement improvement, um, an elliptical or a treadmill, or you bought some type of suspension trainer or some dumbbells, good. Just start there because you don't need to overcomplicate it with, God, what do I do? Just begin the process of moving. There are definitely things to fine-tune along the way when it comes to movement improvement, but just start there. And then the last part, which I said was the biggest thing, is the sleep and the recovery. And one thing that I know in the subject of recovery is we all know we need sleep, and sleep is gaining a, a huge amount of attention. But I'm going to go out there on a limb and say in the, in the category of recovery, which sleep falls under, I'm going to highlight another area, which is stretching. Now, one of the things that I get a lot with um, when people come in and they meet with me and they want to work with me is they say, yeah, I'm pretty good with eating. Yeah, I've been doing some exercises. I'm walking. I've been doing classes. And I'll ask a question like, how's your stretching? Oh, yeah, I'm bad at that. Like, it's universal (laughs) that people have, like, they're not even, like, trying to hide it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just bad. Like, I'm bad. I kind of do that. Well, remember, you know, your your body is sending you messages that there are some debts that has to be paid off. And stretching is a great way to do that. Because stretching, out of the 10 million reasons why stretching is important, one of the, the big ones in the beginning that I had mentioned earlier about, you know, asking what your body needs, stretching is a great way to do that. Because when you go and stretch your hamstrings and they're tight, that's your body saying, dude, these hamstrings are really tight. And I need you to know this so that way you stop making them so tight. So stretching is a really good way to communicate with your body. If you think that's esoteric, just go ahead right now and try to touch your toes. And if you can't, then you realize that's not esoteric. You've got some work to do. <laughs> your body's telling you something for sure. Your body's telling you something for sure. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. We turned three points into five, but that's okay. More information is always good. Awesome. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Just to give you guys a little bit of an overview, we've been talking about the long view of health and kind of what the starting point should be, no matter kind of who you are and where you're starting from, just making sure that you have that long view of health. And then as Will just mentioned, kind of making sure you're focusing on your hydration, consuming your fruits and vegetables, focusing on your movement as well, and uh, recovery. Recovery is huge. We've done a few articles, so if you're curious on checking out some more information we've done on our website, I know we have a, a few articles on hydration. We've had a few articles on sleep and recovery, but always stay on the lookout for more content that we've created. Again, Will, we thank you so much for joining us. I'm sure our, our listeners are going to get a lot of information out of this so hopefully they listen to it a few times so they can digest all of it uh, and those no great analogies <laughs> <laughs> uh, we appreciate your time and uh, thank you so much man we appreciate it thank you very much Matt and, and good luck to everybody out there and, and just a last note those points that I share with you I practice those every day so it's not like you graduate beyond them they become your fundamentals so embrace them enjoy them have fun don't take it so serious and uh, enjoy that home gym 
appreciate it. Thanks.